welcome to the She Talks Health Podcast, your source for information about all things women's hormonal health. I'm your host, Sophie Shepard. I'm the founder of She Talks Health and the co-creator of the 12-week Empower Her group gut and hormone program. I'm a certified functional health coach and a holistic menstrual health educator. This podcast was created to give you clarity about how to take control over your hormonal health using safer, natural options. I created this podcast to cover the widespread and complex health issues plaguing women today. From the rise of infertility to the epidemically high numbers of women with autoimmune disease to menstrual cycle problems, digestive issues, anxiety, weight gain, food sensitivities, mental, emotional, and energetic imbalances, and so much more. If there's a topic that you need answered, I encourage you to write us at podcast at shetalkshealth.com and we will try our absolute best to cover that subject. My greatest mission in life is to help women radically change their health and their lives by teaching them how they can use their hormones as their superpowers. So with that in mind, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the She Talks Health Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Sophie Shepard, and super, super grateful to be back with you today. It's been a while since I've recorded a new podcast, and I wanted to just say thank you so much for being a listener. I've heard from a lot of you just today and yesterday about how much this podcast means to you and how much you're learning and how much of a positive effect this is having on your hormones and your empowerment in your own bodies and your ability to ask your doctors for things and all sorts of really positive outcomes of this podcast. So we're going to keep that going today with an amazing guest that is going to help you to feel even more empowered about your cycles. You guys know I love talking about the menstrual cycle. The importance of cycle tracking is really, really, really important. So I am actually going to introduce you to Mel Angus. She discovered fertility awareness in 2016, and it changed her health and her life in ways that she could not imagine. Wow. She is passionate about helping others discover this amazing way to gain an intimate knowledge of their bodies and to be able to advocate for their own health. Yes, we love that here. And then back in 2018, she joined the Temp Drop team as head of user support, and she's proud to be part of a femtech company that is forging ahead to be an industry leader in women's healthcare by means accessible technology. Mel is a certified fertility awareness educator and she loves everything about hormone health, which I do too. So welcome to the show, Mel. Thanks so much, Sophie. That's wonderful. Thank you. And thank you for all the wonderful work you do with your podcast and helping women just learn about this amazing part of our body. Yeah, thank you so much. It's it's always great to be in conversation with other um, women who are leading this area that needs to be talked about. And I think femtech, I think fertility awareness, I think tracking, cycle tracking and cycle syncing is just such a big buzz right now. So I'm really excited we're talking about this yeah. and empowering women with temp drop. So before we kind of talk about what temp drop is, I'd love to just back up with a little bit of your story because that bio intro is just so powerful. What you said about how fertility awareness has really changed your health and your life. Could you share with the audience how it's changed your life? I think we'd all love to hear that. 
Like many women, you know, I was someone that was trying to avoid pregnancy after marriage and and that sort of thing. So thinking that the pill was the only way or hormonal birth control was the only way to be effective in that, of course, I got on that roller coaster. But even prior to that, things for me with my health and especially my mental health kind of started in my teens through puberty when, when I was going into adolescence. My periods started unbeknownst to me, never knew this knowledge for many, many years until I was in my 30s, sadly, that hormone imbalance affects especially our mental health, our physical health as well, but mental health, it's huge. And so for me, I had all those years, basically 20 years from my teens, transitioning into hormonal birth control, and then remaining on that for a number of years, not understanding how much it was affecting my health. And then I got to this point in my life where I was like, I want to improve my health. I want to do something. And that's when I discovered for the first time, Googling natural birth control, discovered cycle tracking, got away from the hormonal birth control and balanced my hormones. And wow, what a difference it made to my life. I didn't kind of recognize it right at first, but then as the months went on, it hit me as to how for the first time that I could remember my mental health, my clarity, my brain fog had lifted, everything was changed. And I just felt like a different person. And my husband can also attest to that. (laughs) He often says, I am a different person. And that's when it really hit me and made me dig deeper and deeper and deeper. And I went down this rabbit warren of figuring out how hormones do affect our health and our life. And I live by it day by day now. Wow, Mel, thank you for sharing that story. It's so empowering that you found this on your own and you were able to, you know, not go with, I think, what the society wants us to do, which is take birth control, right? I think birth control can be great for some people. And especially for those women that are in pain with something like endometriosis, it can be an option that really can help reduce that pain sometimes. But I find so often, we are just like not given the information about how it can affect our mental health. I mean, there's all those studies about adolescence, mental health, suicide rates, and the link to birth control. And we just know so much more now, but we're just not educated on it when we're younger. And I think even to me, more importantly, is we're not educated on the power that we have as women, as cycling women, as women with these different hormones that shift throughout the month and how we can really use those hormones to our advantage throughout work and relationships and nutrition and just everything. So I just love your story because it empowers so many women to know that they can do it too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the information's out there. You might have to dig, but the more that we're tapping into this and, you know, podcasts like yours, There's lots of resources now becoming available and through Femtech as well. This whole thing is becoming more available and easier to find and easier to grab hold of in our own lives, which is wonderful. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for being part of the movement and working for such an incredible company. I'm such a huge fan of TempDrop and what they're doing. And don't you worry, ladies, we're going to talk all about it today. Um, Before we talk about that specific company, though, I would love for you to give us a little bit of a outline of what Femtech or, you know, fertility awareness, actually, let's talk about what fertility awareness really means to you. Everyone has kind of different ways of tracking. What kinds of tracking do you like to to educate people on as a FAM practitioner? Yeah, so symptothermal, which means tracking more than one symptom, especially BBT and cervical mucus, personally is 
very important and I feel like it gives yeah it gives the biggest the most overall picture those two symptoms especially of course there's other symptoms you can track and and many of us I guess when we start out probably track many many more symptoms I know I did at the beginning I was tracking all sorts of things but I kind of settled into symptothermal BBT and cervical mucus to give the best outline of my hormone health so yeah daily tracking of those two symptoms and popping them into an app um, which makes it so much easier than having to paper chart. I mean, paper charting can be useful, especially in the beginning. Perhaps it's something you want to try and maybe it can sort of add the feeling um, into it a little bit more. But of course, for convenience sake, um, having a charting app on your phone is going to be much easier to keep up consistently. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I'm all for old school, but it's nice that we have these technologies now where we can just put it into the app and see it really quickly. And some of the apps are even making predictions now, which is interesting. So it's a whole new world that we live in here, 2021, <laughs> going yeah, on to 2022. Absolutely. So, okay. So you practice symptothermal, which is what I do as well. So that's when we track our cervical mucus and our basal body temperature tracking. And when it comes to integrating TempDrop, I'm curious, like, how that's been helpful for you as an individual user and how you see it's being helpful for women in general um, using something like TempDrop as opposed to the traditional way of BBT tracking. Yeah, so many may know or may not know that the traditional way to track a BBT or a basal body temperature is to wake at the same time every single day pop a thermometer into your mouth, leave it there for a couple of minutes and you've got your temperature. But that way of tracking can be influenced by a number of variables. If you sleep later, if you wake earlier, if you mouth breathe, um, if you don't have a good night's sleep, it's important to have you know, three consistent hours, three or four hours before you take that temperature to make sure your body is in a resting state. Well, this is where TempDrop comes in. This technology gives you the freedom to be able to track your BBT without worrying about all those rules. Let's just throw the rule book out the window. So TempDrop is a wearable sensor made up partly of a wearable sensor that you put on your upper arm overnight and just leave it there. It does the tracking for you. It'll record consistently all throughout the night. Then when you're up for the day, you just take it off. You can set it aside, let it shut down. Or you can sync it to your phone straight away, whatever's convenient. If you're in a rush in the morning, you don't have to worry about it. Or, you know, if you want to, as soon as you wake up, you can sync it and it will give you your nightly sleeping temperature. So super easy. So it's, it's stress-free BBT tracking. That's the way I like to think of it. It is. It's so stress-free. I use um, TempDrop. That was, there's a lot of different femtech things out on the market right now. But when I was looking at all of them, none of them have what TempDrop has, which is this idea that you don't have to wake up at the same time every day. And it's okay if you travel and it's okay if you get sick and it's okay. You know, all these different things that impact our BBT and it's accurate. And when we're talking about potentially preventing pregnancy, I think accuracy is really, really important. (laughs) And so if one was going to consider using TempDrop, what's the amount of time that you need to give the the algorithm, whatever the technology is, to get used to your cycle before you can really see those dips and, and everything? And then let's talk about what are those dips? Like how can someone understand how to track that using TempDrop? So the first 14 days with TempDrop, the algorithm is not filtering those variables we spoke about. So 
you know, this is smart technology. It's learning your room environment temperature. It's learning your sleep patterns. And during that first 14 days, especially, that's a data gathering phase and it's not filtering variables. Now, that doesn't mean that your charts will be unreadable in the first 14 days. It depends on you. If you, you are somebody who doesn't have many variables in your life, if you're a consistent sleeper, if your room temperature is kind of consistent, it can look great just straight out of the box. But for many, we just say, you know, give it that 14 days before you start to worry about what your chart's looking like. And then from the 15th sync, from the time of your 15th temperature on your chart, then things should look much, much better because that's when the algorithm starts its filtering process and starts to, you know, make more sense on your chart. We do say give it, you know, 30, 60 days, one to two cycles before you make up your mind about how it's working for you. Because if some women in very rare occasions, if there's lots of variables going on, if there's lots of inconsistencies going on, it just could take that little bit longer before it's really working optimally that filtering process for you. So the simple answer is you might see your cycle pattern straight out of the box. You might see, you know, it looking a bit rocky during the first 14 days, but from that point on, it should start making sense. That's super, super helpful. I think I started paying attention to the sinks about a month in personally. And some do. Yeah. It depends, depends on you. And, and sometimes, yeah, you can just expect that maybe that first cycle, if you have regular cycles, just may not catch ovulation. You may not see it, but for others they do. So it just, it's up to you. Perfect. So let's talk for the person who's literally never tracked their cycle. They don't know maybe like, what is she, why is she checking her temperature? Why is that even important? Can you explain how we track the temperature to look at the first half of the phase and the second half of the phase ovulation and how that all fits together? For us as women, when we ovulate, our temperature is affected. Our base body temperature is affected by ovulation, by the hormone change at that point. Um, So during the the point up until ovulation, which is known as a follicular phase from your period to ovulation, your temperatures generally remain in a lower range generally because it's mostly influenced by estrogen at that point and that has a cooling effect on the body. So they will fluctuate each day a little bit, but in general, when you look at the range over that you know, one to two weeks, whatever it might be for you, they're generally lower. And then when you ovulate, you start to produce progesterone. And progesterone warms the body up. So at that point, after you ovulate, you should see a jump in your temperature. And then it should remain higher right through to the end of your cycle. Or in the case of pregnancy, if you've conceived, they will remain elevated throughout the pregnancy. So that's what you're looking for. The jump from a lower range to a higher range. Perfect. That's such a great explanation. And you can really, the cool thing is you can really, really see it. You know, you can really see that jump up when you are tracking using an app like TempDrop because it's made for you. Like the the app just digitally puts it into the chart and it's very clear, especially if you're tracking cervical mucus, which maybe we can just briefly explain how those two things would align. What would you be seeing in your cervical mucus? right around that time when you see that shift with using temp drop. So as you move towards ovulation, as estrogen rises, cervical mucus production should become more. You should see more cervical mucus and it changes in the way it looks. It's consistency. It it looks more 
um, hopefully you get to the point where you can see cervical mucus that looks like raw egg whites is the easiest way to explain it. And then after ovulation, you'll see an abrupt change back to less fertile type mucus. So from the egg white, raw egg white type might go back to a sticky consistency or you might see none at all. Um, so that's what you're looking for. Again, the pattern, not just a single day's observation, but the pattern across your cycle. So going from no cervical mucus to perhaps sticky cervical mucus to a creamy lotion-y type consistency, hopefully up into that egg white type consistency and then back again to either nothing or sticky, something of a lesser fertile type. And that should also align around ovulation. So when you ovulate, again, progesterone dries up mucus. And at that point, hopefully you see the change back to a non-fertile or no mucus at the same time as your temperature jumps. Perfect. Yes. I literally love this. This is like my favorite thing to track. <laughs> um, as I'm coming close to ovulation, I always, I always record my podcasts during ovulation and I know when they're coming because I track my cycle and I have healthy hormones now. So they're, it's very regular. And so I use this combination and it's really helpful to understand, you know, where you are in your cycle. So as we now we've kind of talked about like how to use TempFrap, what you're looking for, you're looking for that shift after ovulation to that higher temperature as progesterone rises. It's a warming hormone. It's also going to dry up that cervical mucus. So you're going to change into a stickier and then dry scenario before you bleed. Now, I mean, let's talk about some of the benefits of using TempDrop, right? Because a lot of women, it's surprising to me how many women say, Hey, oh yeah, that fertility awareness method stuff. That's just, you know, for making babies. And it's like so much bigger than just fertility, right? So could you talk through some of the things that you've used FAM for outside of getting pregnant or not getting pregnant? Yeah. So this was the big eye opener for me and that enlightening moment where I went, wow, the hormones during my cycle do so much more. It's not just about making babies. So our dominant hormones, estrogen, progesterone, do an array of other things in our body that contributes to, we've talked about mental health, that's a big one, but also our physical health, our, our bone health, muscle health, breast health, just so many things, skin health, it, it all plays a factor. And it's really understanding that all of the hormones in our body are controlled by our endocrine system. Our endocrine system primarily functions from our brain, from the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland. And so you can imagine the, this is the center for all these hormones that do so many things in our body, including our menstrual cycle. So it's a reflection of how our endocrine system is running. Our menstrual cycle, our menstrual cycle hormone health is a reflection of how well we are doing internally. And so once we understand that and we understand what balanced hormones look like that's balanced menstrual cycle looks like then we can get an idea of hey how is my health internally doing it's reflected here in my cycle and understanding that is incredible because as we track our cycles continually we can see those changes we can see when it's not going so well we can see when it's looking very optimal and you will feel that in yourself so it's living you know living cycle to cycle by what's being reflected on your charts for you. And then that also reflects when you make changes. So perhaps you're at a point where you're like, okay, I need to do something here. I'm not feeling great. 
So I'm going to change my diet or I'm going to try new supplements or I'm going to whatever it might be, seeking the health of a, the help, sorry, of a healthcare professional. Well, as you keep tracking your cycle through that, you'll be able to see if it's working for you, if it's making things worse. It just gives you that knowledge because, you know, it all comes out on your charts through your menstrual cycle. It's our internal report card. That's it. <laughs> That's I the know. One. It, it's amazing. And you can be like, wow, you know, I had a really painful cycle this past cycle. What was different? You know, was yeah. it all the sugar I ate or was it all the stress that I was having in my life? And then you can make adjustments as opposed to waiting to a place where you, you maybe you can't make those adjustments so easily month by month. You can really check in with yourself and your body. And I love that. I'll share a couple of things I've used it for as well. So there's a really phenomenal book called Wild Power. Um, I don't know if you've read it. Um, I haven't read that one. Yeah. Oh, it's by Alexandra Pope. I'm looking at it right now and I don't know how to say her first name, Hugo Wurlitzer. And Ooh. it's about the emotional seasons that we have as women. Yes. And I love that. I love understanding the emotional side of it and almost the spiritual side of the, the feminine yeah. um, and our womb space. And then like combining it with the hormone side, because it's like, wow, we got the science over here and the physical health. And then we can also look into like how this is playing into how we show up at our jobs. You know, like I mentioned, I always record my podcasts around ovulation because I know that I'm going to be more extroverted, happy, positive. Um, and that was actually one of the reflections someone said to me today was your podcast is so positive and you're dealing with all these heavy physical conditions people are dealing with, but it's always so positive and it makes me feel less stressed out. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's really interesting because I wonder how my energy would be if I recorded during the luteal phase when progesterone you know, is, is higher and everything's kind of slowed down. So I just think that there's these ways that we can, we can get to like almost alchemize and be with our bodies and understand. I think one of the other things that's been really hard for me, I don't know if this has been hard for you, but as a New Yorker type A perfectionist, like career woman, the go, go, go masculine energy of pushing and doing and overachieving is like rich in my blood. <laughs> and so one of the things that I think tracking my cycles really helped me with is understanding when I'm coming into that inner fall season or the luteal phase leading up to my period and really slowing down, like saying no to more things, creating more space in my life, knowing that my inner critic is going to come up more during that time than any other time. And that's really when I'm going to feel potentially like that PMS come up if I'm in out of balance and looking at, at that, all of that, like you said, as a sign, oh, hey, like something's a little... Okay. Right yeah. yeah. And when I, when I don't, if I, I find Mel, when I don't give myself that space during that week and especially during bleeding to just rest, yeah. I am not a very nice person to be around. No. And I, I find exactly the same thing and being able to understand why I feel like I feel, you know, that's something I never had all those years. I would just lose the plot as I put it and not know why you're like, why, why do I feel this way? But now when I look at my chart, I go, I know why I feel this way. And I can express that too um, in my relationship, which is also something that's just been wonderful to help us grow stronger together as a couple. It's because now I can express and he can understand why I am feeling the way I'm feeling. So 
that's another Mm -hmm. benefit. It's been amazing. I'm so glad you brought up the relationship thing because I think whether you're, so let's talk about if you're in the relationship, what Mel just said is amazing. And I feel the same way. I just tell Jeffrey, like, he actually just asks me. I mean, he asks also because of like protection and not wanting to get pregnant. So like, where are you in your cycle? Are we in a safe place? Are we not in a safe place? You know, are we past the <laughs> the fertile phase of our cycle? But also because he knows that I'm going to be more into it, you know, at different times. And where am I? What am I feeling in my body? And he knows maybe not to push so much if I'm like going into like inner winter bleeding phase, right? <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. maybe we can go see a movie instead or something, you know? Um, I think that's really beautiful. I also think it's helpful if you're single and you are trying to go out on dates, like you're going to probably feel much more in line with your like sexy, feminine, sensual side leading up to ovulation, during ovulation, a little bit after ovulation, when your testosterone peaks, your estrogen's higher, your face is even going to look probably like even more attractive. You're going to be seeking that out. Your libido is higher. I mean, so I think that's helpful as opposed to like, oh, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to schedule a first date on like two days before my period. Like, how about we don't do that? (laughs) Not a good idea. Just (laughs) check your schedule, check your calendar first. (laughs) Exactly. So I think that those are some ways that's been really helpful. And I think what you said earlier about like kind of just understanding why I feel the way I feel. And that's been amazing. Yeah. Because it makes you feel a little less powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It (laughs) It makes you feel more in control. And that's what, you know, is awful about dealing with, you know, an unhealthy body is you, you just don't feel like you have control. You just like, why do I feel like I do? But this is where it's empowering because you're like, I know why I feel like I feel. And I know that I can do something about it because when you do start to make those changes and you do see it reflected in your charts and the way you're feeling, then you go, okay, I do have control to be able to improve my health. Absolutely. And I'm also a really big fan. There's another femtech company sometimes I'll use in combination with um, TempDrop, which is Prove. And I oh, love yes. Prove. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had Amy on, on the show too. And it's like, one of the cool things about Prove is that you can test your progesterone, your yes. PDG metabolites. So if you're feeling some symptoms come up, you can be like, Ooh, I wonder if my progesterone's really low and I'm not really, or maybe I'm not really creating enough. It's a good way to troubleshoot, right? I would say for, for mm. you, or maybe someone has PCOS or an irregular cycle or PMS or something like that. I'm sure that TempDrop can really help that as well. And you can also see hints of that in your temperatures, I've found personally. And this is why I love TempDrop as well. When it, when it came out and I bought one of the first TempDrops to come out, when I was oral temping, like many women, I started to shortcut chart, which means that I would skip temping through my period. And then I would, from the time that I confirmed ovulation, I would stop temping because it's like, oh, I don't want to do this for 28 days every, every cycle or 30 days or whatever it is. But having those incomplete charts was meaning that I was missing more of the picture. I didn't realize that till I got my temp drop and started to have complete charts because it's such an easy thing to wear every night. You get in the habit of it. You don't even think about it anymore. And here you have a complete chart and it's those luteal phase temperatures that can give you some hints about what's going on with your progesterone. If they're quite um, low, hovering close to your cover line, if there's lots of dips in that luteal phase up and down, it's not a nice consistent arch, then that can give you hints. And for myself personally, that's when I can feel that in myself. When I, when I see a chart or a cycle like that, 
that's when I will get more PMS symptoms. That's when my next period might be just a little bit worse. And then I will do something. I'll go, okay, time to do some maintenance, do some maintenance on my liver or on my gut, whatever it might be. And then the next cycle, I will see, oh, here we are. We've got this light, nice jump again, nice arch through my luteal phase. I know everything's going well. So yeah, so by having a, a full chart of temperatures, you can even see for yourself when it's changing um, and make some changes there too. So yeah, it, that's what I love about temperatures as well. I love that you just brought that up. And I think that opens up maybe a conversation we can talk about how to support progesterone because before I ask you more questions, can you just tell everyone what a cover line is? Cause they might not know. So the cover line is a horizontal line that you set through your chart when you're, you use it as a tool to help you calculate when your temperature has risen to the right amount to confirm ovulation. So think of it like a, a ruler on a page it's this line that you set, um, depending on what method calculations come into it, like you need to consult whichever method you're using to understand if your temperatures have risen to the right degree for the right amount of time. And the cover line is, is kind of this horizontal line that goes through the chart and it separates the lower temperatures from the higher. Um, that's what you'll see on your chart. I love that. Thank you for describing that. And I agree. I think having that full chart is really helpful, even if you're like you said, if you're seeing it kind of happen in real time, mm. like even, you know, maybe there's, you know, we know some things about supporting progesterone. You mentioned two amazing ones, like supporting your gut health, supporting your liver. Stress is a huge one, as we know, it can completely tank progesterone. And I would say, you know, nutrient density. So B6, vitamin C, magnesium, zinc, they're all super helpful for progesterone. So looking at what are those foods I could be eating right now? Or like, what could I lower off my stress plate? Or am I drinking a lot this month and maybe my liver is more taxed? Can I either add a supplement in or add some foods that are liver detoxifying or just stop drinking? (laughs) Um, Have you found that to be true? Like you can kind of do little supportive system checks. Yeah. All the time. I'm always watching my charts for those signs that, you know, things aren't heading in the right direction or they are um, and making those needed changes because, you know, we want to live this, this healthier lifestyle, but sometimes life gets in the way and we fall into old habits, bad habits, especially when we're dealing with stress probably, or when our, our um, schedule's all thrown out of whack. And so this is a reminder to me. It's a reminder as I watch my charts that, oh, I don't want to feel this way. I can do something about it. And then I'll try and implement some of those things or all of those things that you mentioned. Just, yeah, watching more what I eat. I I do find what I take into my body through food and also through various products, whatever it might be, um, especially chemical laden products, have a big effect they show in my chart through wow. the cycle and they show the way I feel. I've, I've often seen this um, because I tend to try to live as low tox as possible. There have been times when I've had, you know, I've used a particularly heavy cleaning chemical or, and at the, around the same time been eating badly when I've woken up in the morning and synced my temperature from my temp drop, it's quite high. It's like a jump. And I'm thinking, oh, and I feel it too. You know, I might have a dull headache or, other symptoms that tell me there's a bit of chemical intolerance going on here. And I know I'm like, yeah, my liver has had to work twice as hard overnight to try and clear this from my body and it's warmed my body up. So I actually see that personally 
And that can be a great indication where I go, oh, I shouldn't, shouldn't have done that or I might avoid that as best I can because it's had an effect on my body. Would you say that if you're looking at your chart for stuff like that, that it's, it's always high or is it also like massive dips that you've seen? So the overall pattern, when we're talking about our luteal phase pattern, especially, you will see dips more so. I'm speaking about a nightly, just a nightly temperature, you know, when Got my it. body is really stru- struggling, that one single temperature, I can sometimes see this jump and go, oh man, you know, I don't feel well. No, my body's been working hard during my sleep. Mm -hmm. But overall, the pattern of the luteal phase, when I know my progesterone is struggling, we'll see see more dips, more dips through the, you know, I like to see a nice arch of temperatures where it climbs, goes up in an arch and comes back down down. towards the end of the cycle. But if I sort of see it go up and then down and up and down throughout that luteal phase, that's when I'll especially feel those effects of lower progesterone. Not that it's... It doesn't mean it's so low that it couldn't support pregnancy. Like if you're someone who's trying to conceive, if you've got that pattern, it doesn't mean you're out and you can't, you know, you haven't got a chance of conceiving. It just means to me, it, I feel it in my body that it's not optimal. It's not optimal for me. Absolutely. You could feel it maybe with different symptoms that pop up. I see a lot of migraines pop up. I see skin issues pop up. I see more painful cramps longer periods or a heavier period because progesterone really helps to, you know, keep that uterine lining in check. There's just different ways you can kind of tune in and be like, ooh, that was like a really rough period or a really rough time leading up to my cycle. And then if you see those dips in your chart, you're like, ooh, okay, what was I doing there during that time? Like what was going on there? And, you know, what can I shift? So I love, I love all of this. This is like super nerdy, but I think it's, it's helpful, right? Because you have a reflection right there on, pa- on well, not on paper, but <laughs> in your app. That really helps you understand what's going on in your body day to day. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and that's probably the biggest thing with, like I mentioned with TempDrop, is being able to just have those consistent temperatures on your chart for your whole cycle, cycle after cycle after cycle. You now got the opportunity to use these charts to monitor your health and do something about it. Very cool. Is there anything else that you want to share with the audience about how they can use TempDrop or the benefits of TempDrop or just general support around symptothermal tracking? Yes. So as I mentioned, TempDrop is made up of actually two components. The the wearable sensor, which is for the BBT tracking, um, that's going to take the stress out of that. But now we also have the fertility charting app. This is still being developed. I mean, we've released the basic one last year and have been adding more features, but it now has a charting app built in. When TempDrop was first released, it didn't have this, but now it does. And so now you've got the opportunity to track your multiple symptoms, including cervical mucus. If you're using LH test strips, there's a symptom there. There's also options to track things like headaches, the way you feel, PMS, just those basic wellness symptoms as well. So you can keep an eye on those things and watch your patterns. And the charting app has the option, if you're an experienced FAM user, of course you want to be able to interpret your own charts and the charting app has a manual interpretation option, which is super cool. We're one of only, I think only three charting apps that has that, where you can set your own cover line and you can mark your own peak day, peak cervical mucus day. 
So that's, that's just a helpful little feature. It hasn't been there too long. So some may not be aware that that's there. Um, so if I didn't even know it was there. <laughs> there you go. So if you're a long time fam user and you're, you're of the mindset that, Hey, I want complete control over my interpretation. The temp drop charting app now has that ability for you to do that. Um, and we will be adding more features all the time. We're constantly developing this feature. Now it's moving ahead. Um, so just, you know, watch that space. If it doesn't have something that you want right now, it could be coming. So um, watch that space for that. But if you're not an experienced charter and you're somebody that's just learning or you're somebody that has no idea what they're doing and you, you're going to come into this space, the premium option in the app will auto interpret for you. There is an option to use temp drop charting app for practicing fertility awareness and it is based on symptothermal. So the interpretations for practice fertility awareness require both cervical mucus and temperatures um, for interpretation. It doesn't give you kind of forward estimates or anything like that. It will just interpret the data that you enter um, in real time. So that's also another option. But if you're a person who's trying to conceive and you want, you're not quite sure what you're looking at and you want some estimates about your fertile window, that's also available for premium users. So yeah, so the, the app has lots of cool stuff going on and we've also just released sleep data tracking. So it's also got an option just to track your sleep. It's basic sleep tracking based on movement, but it's there. So that's another thing you might want to watch as you're trying to improve your health too, <laughs> or you might go, Oh, what's going on with my temperatures. And then you can look at your sleep data and go, Oh, no wonder I'm, my sleep's worse than I thought. It's just a cool little option there that you can use to add to your repertoire of overall health tracking. Yeah, I saw that come out recently and I haven't had a chance to check it out. So you're reminding me to do it. I, I've been using the Garmin for temperature or excuse me, not for temperature, for sleep tracking. And it is cool to kind of look to the different charts and be like, oh, like I was waking up a bunch and then my Mm. temperature was way off and then I was exhausted and then you know, <laughs> all yes. the things. So very, very cool. It sounds like you guys are constantly evolving and growing with this massive industry that you're in. Mm. I'm definitely a diehard fan. I'm going to keep using mm-hmm. it. And I just love how simple it is. And I also love like, if I forget to sync my cycle or sync my uh, temp that day, I can do it the next day. That's always been really nice too. like, just in case I forget have that little extra storage on the on the sensor yeah do miss a night or whatever yeah yeah and it is like you said it is a constant evolution i suppose or a moving forward with temp drop we as a company we're very user driven like you know temp drop started as a as a startup and it's an israeli startup and it has been built from the ground up like very very basic at the beginning but the driving forward has always been because of our users, our community, the suggestions always coming in. And, you know, our team is made up of FAM users as well. We now have, including myself, we have four women on our team who have come from the temp drop community. And they are all women who were tracking already, who have found temp drop and they're, you know, passionate about fertility awareness. And that we all come from different circumstances. You know, we have one of our team members who dealt with unexplained infertility for many, many years. We have one who's a super mum of, of six kids. Yeah, so we've, we've got this diversity on our team so that when, you know, we understand 
the users. We understand what you need, where you're coming from. And it's our desire to keep moving ahead and lead as we go and, and just help this whole education side because we, we know there's other devices out there that sadly don't educate. You know, they want to sell a product and they want to keep, have women keep using it and rely totally on that product to tell them what's going on instead of educating about what you're seeing, what you're doing. And TempDrop, you have the ability to just use the sensor on its own. If you're somebody who does understand what's going on, you can just use the sensor on its own to get your BBT um, temps. But, you know, the, the charting app option is there. But as we move forward, we want to do more and more about education, about insights that can help you with your, with your life each and every day. Well, that sounds incredible. I'll definitely keep my eyes open for all of that. And wanted to drop, there's a, a link I think I have from you guys. I'll drop that in the show notes. I also am going to link this episode back to a couple of other episodes. We talked about charting your cycle to empower your hormonal health back last October, um, episode 26. Um, we also have Amy from Prove. So just listening to this episode and that episode would be really helpful for anyone who's trying to understand like how you could use both Femtechs to really like understand what's going on with that progesterone we were talking about in the luteal phase. That's episode 48. So I'll be linking a lot of things because this is just tying into so many conversations we've had already. And I just wanted to say thank you for coming on Mel, because this has been awesome. And I just like love Temcrop. So it's great to meet somebody who actually works there. I'm honored that you guys are gifting us this time and education for the audience at She Talks Health. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be able to just keep spreading the word, you know, work together and, and keep spreading the word about fertility awareness and Tempdrop is you know, part of that movement. So we're excited to be part of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you again. And um, I hope you guys have all enjoyed this episode. And um, if you have, let us know so we can have Mel and the Temp Drop team come back. Wonderful. I hope this episode got you one step closer to achieving your optimal health. If you liked this episode, please spend a few seconds to rate it so more women can find this resource. Be sure to tune in for more women's health support next week on the She Talks Health podcast. And in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at She Talks Health. I have an open door DM policy. No question is stupid and I'm always here for you.